1: the Satellite Sisters. Welcome to the show. I cannot believe it is July 1st. Am I the only one, sisters? Is this shocking that it could possibly be July 1st?
2: Well, uh, it's pretty hot out, Liz, in about most of the country, so it kind of feels like July.
1: I guess. I don't know. I, so I'm here. This is Liz in Santa Monica. Julie, it's pretty hot in Dallas, Texas, I take it, yeah. huh? Yes.
2: Yeah. I'm happy to see see on the news that there are about 20 other states where they're having heat
0: waves, so welcome yeah. to my world. Yeah.
1: Sheila, you're in South Pasadena, California.
0: Yes, yeah, so I cranked up the AC last night for a brief a brief interlude, and then I quickly fell asleep with the cool air. It was uh, uh, nice. Okay, mini
1: cool down. And Monica, has it stopped raining yet in Portland, Oregon?
0: No, it hasn't, Liz. No, it has
3: not. Very cool today, cloudy, overcast, about seventy. Actually, a very nice day, summer day compared to the rest of the country. You've you've
2: lived in Portland too long, Monica. <laughs>
3: Well, you know what? I know summer starts next week. I know it starts July 5th, and I saw the uh, weather forecast, and lo and behold, it's going to be 80 degrees next weekend, so I'm ready for it.
1: Okay. Well, if you ever want to keep up with the Satellite Sisters, everything is at SatelliteSisters.com. We also have a Facebook group, so join the Satellite Sisters group at Facebook, uh, we tweet under at sat sisters and what else we got going on? Oh, just all that stuff. We're at iTunes, we're at Stitcher. So there are lots of ways to stay in touch with us, but I got to say this week, I, I was in a country this week where it's actually winter sisters. So I did get, I did lose touch with all the heat and the fires in the United States of America because I was in the Southern hemisphere where it was actually winter. Uh, and where, where were you lit? I was in Argentina. That oh, that's off, right. okay.
2: I mean, in addition to jet lag, does it throw you off to, like, go to winter from summer? To, uh,
1: well, I got to say, the Buenos Aires winter is not harsh. It was, like, 50 degrees. So oh. the Buenos Aires winter is actually milder than the Portland, Oregon summer. <laughs> <laughs> So, but it was it was at the last minute that I realized, oh, my God, it's a whole different season. It's opposite seasons down there that I threw in all of this heavy clothing that I totally did not need. Uh, but, yes, it could potentially throw you off. It's not like I was in the Andes Mountains in the snow. <laughs> okay. that, yeah. that might have been a shocker. Innovation. You didn't have
2: to eat anybody to survive. But
1: <laughs> no, but, you know. You leave for five days, right? I left Monday. I got back Saturday morning. You turn your back on the United States of America for like five days, and unbelievable things happen in the news. Just like, first of all, you know, Nora Ephron died. I heard that like three days later, but that made me incredibly sad. Wouldn't you say, sisters, that Nora Ephron is a solid gold satellite sister? She was a fantastic guest on our show.
2: Absolutely. And do you ever tire of ever reading her books again or watching, you know, Sleepless in Seattle, You've Got Mail? Do you ever, when Harry met Sally, do you ever tire of watching those? I I mean, I could watch those every single day of the week. Yeah, it
0: was so sad. It was just incredibly sad. And to read all the articles and then all the responses of people who loved her, it was moving. It was You could really tell
1: about Nora Ephron, just based on what her friends said about her, that she was in a real sisterhood, too. You know, we had talked to her when she was on Satellite Sisters about her relationship with her sister. Obviously, they worked a lot together. So that was nice. But she definitely had this gang of girls that hung out and had a lot of fun together. So, you know, Nora Ephron, will miss you. Okay, then the next big health care, the health care ruling, I totally missed that. I was actually standing in a meeting in a room... Uh, in a hotel, and some guy was showing me something on his iPad, and a news alert popped up on his iPad saying how the Supreme Court had ruled. And he kept talking about this other thing, because he's not from America. He doesn't care, right? And he's talking about this other thing. like, Stop, 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 stop. Wait a minute. What did did your news alert just say? And it was already off his screen. So I actually had to run back to my hotel room that night, desperately turning on CNN to try to figure out what happened today. And I turned on CNN. It was like a knife through my heart. On CNN, it was Piers Morgan interviewing Riel Hunter. Oh. You know, oh. That oh. News. This, I know, I know. Whatever happened to the news? Whatever happened to the news? Uh, anyway, so I, I had to actually turn to the BBC in South America to get the news about the United States Supreme Court ruling. Um, Anyway, so there was that. And then like I landed bleary eyed. And of course, the only news, any of the headlines I saw when I got to Miami early Saturday morning was the Tomcat divorce. Mm -hmm. Uh, that, That was a shocker too, wouldn't you say? But I think they
2: timed it. They slipped it in right after the health care decision and uh, shortly after the attorney general was found in contempt. Then, boom, they they just they filed those divorce papers and announced that as if people were going to be so tired by late Friday afternoon that they wouldn't bother to get worked up about um Tom and uh, Katie getting divorced.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm not exactly worked up about it. (laughs) I'm not sure under any circumstances I would have gotten worked up about it. (laughs) It was just like, whoa, one more thing that you didn't really expect. So I did spend a little bit of Saturday afternoon trying to catch up on all of the important news that I missed by watching the entire week's worth of The Daily Show on TiVo. So,
2: um, so now there's a very credible news source. <laughs> I mean, good work, Liz.
1: It's better than CNN, Julie. I am sad to say, better than CNN in and, our current and, world. And
3: Liz, not to mention, you missed a fantastic week of the Olympic trials. Oh. Um, Every night in prime time on NBC, still going on. I mean, it was just track and field one night, swimming the next night. I, I just don't remember. In in past years, the, the the Olympic trials getting so much coverage, and it was so much fun. And now you know who's going to the Olympics. And now you it's like it was like a pre Olympic, getting psyched up period. It was very very exciting. Of course, I was very disappointed every time they tuned in to the track and field trials in Eugene.
2: It was pouring rain and cloudy, <laughs> yeah. sixty degrees summertime. That's your kind of weather, Monica. Well, uh, I know
1: tonight there are more swimming finals on, so I already have that programmed into my TiVo, uh, because isn't tonight the night that Dara Torres's events are, are swum? So, you know, anyway, and never mind Ryan Lochte, of course, who's really who we're all tuning in for. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow, you guys are doing a lot more than I'm doing. I... <laughs> didn't you watch
2: the swimming trials
0: no i haven't i've been in a news blackout i I, just a lot of other stuff's going on this week but never mind okay all (laughs) right
2: speaking of swimmers i want to put a little shout out for the 17 year old phenom missy franklin okay she's
3: amazing julie
2: monica she swam on the same little local team as my niece uh in colorado and in fact, I, I, I saw Missy e Franklin swim um, at a swim meet one time when I was really? visiting, visiting my niece in Denver. So then you must
1: feel very close to her.
2: I do. I feel very close. To her. Liz, she's qualified for six events. She's, oh, my God. Uh, she's going to swim tonight. She happens to hold the world record in this event tonight. So there's a, there's a slight chance that she's going to qualify for this event as well. <laughs>
1: Well, today was an unbelievable sporting day, I have to say, because I was planning to spend another day just on the couch, and having to choose earlier today between Wimbledon, the Tour de France, and Euro 2012, that was tough, that was tough, but tonight, it's swimming all the way, swimming all the way. All right, what else is going on in the world?
2: Well, I I have some news. Okay. I found a baby this week. I found a baby. What?
1: What what does that mean? Like, on your front doorstep in a basket?
2: No, 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 I, okay, I, I am house sitting for my son and daughter-in-law. They live in Dallas, in, not in my neighborhood, in another neighborhood. So my husband and I and our faithful dog Zorro, we went over to the house and we fed the fish and we watered the plants and, and we were walking home, um, back to our house and we happened to see an elderly man and a 12-month, maybe 13-month-old toddler. Um, just sort of, playing in the driveway. And the, and, the, and the elderly man was very attentive to this toddler. He was kind of following the little baby's every step. And I said to Trem, I said, isn't that cute? Isn't he a doting grandfather? So as we walked by um, uh, the, the elderly man and the baby, um, we said, oh, your grandson is so cute. And the man said, uh, this isn't my baby. <laughs> oh, that's a shocker. Yes, Mom. Wow. Shocker. I was, like, what? I was like, what do you mean it's not your babies? He said, I just found this baby. This baby's just out here on the street. Oh, my like, gosh. I was like, what do you mean the baby was out on the street? He said, yeah, I just was walking by, and this baby was out on the street. So <laughs> I was just following the baby. I thought the baby would lead himself home, find his own home. Like a dog. <laughs> that's what I said the baby's not a dog <laughs> babies don't know their way home <laughs> it's not your baby I was like we, I was uh, so I you know and this this is literally this is a little it's a 13 month maybe 12 he was walking and he was steady on his feet so but he was like 12 or 13 months oh, old that's so dangerous Hila, yes it was <laughs> Hello? Julie, I, I can did you go into complete
3: panic
4: mode
2: Yes, I, well, first thing I did is I scooped up the baby. Good uh, for you. Yes, just picked up that baby. And uh, the elderly man, he was trying, but obviously <laughs> didn't have a lot of experience with babies. He was just going to follow that
0: baby. Well, how often do you, see, again, how, you know, do you see a toddler wandering <laughs> aimlessly?
2: I know, I know. Okay, so, but, and so this, the, so, so now we're like, okay, where's the cell phones? We need to call 911. We have a lost baby. You know, <laughs> we need to take some action. Okay, you, sisters, you know my dear husband. Does he have a cell phone? Is it sort of like attached to his ear? Have you ever seen him when he doesn't have a cell phone? I have no, ne- no.
1: I've never seen him without a phone. No, oh, I've phone. never seen him when he's not on the phone.
2: Right. <laughs> <No>
0: phone. <laughs> he didn't have a phone.
2: No, we have a missing baby. We have just found a little baby, cute little boy, okay, in his PJs with a Harvard T-shirt on, uh, just walking around. So a smart baby. Well, I don't know how smart.
1: Super baby already at Harvard.
2: Super baby. Okay, he's out walking around. So the elder, I wish so the elderly man. We we're like, do you have a phone? He's like, no, no, I don't have a phone. I said, like, we have got to get to a phone. <laughs> so we, so we start knocking on doors all around where we we are, because there are lots of little, you know, lots of little houses, and we start knocking on doors, saying, we found a baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh.
0: So, um, Is the baby crying
2: or upset? Oh, no, no, Sheila, because the baby's with Nana. I am a professional grandmother, as you know. So I did not get the baby upset. He seemed to understand that you know he was with a professional and that uh, he wasn't he wasn't crying. He was you know he was happy to be carried around. He seemed to like did some. You, of the Did you? Were
0: you tempted to take him back home, Julian, and feed him lunch?
2: No, honestly, Sheila, this was really. This was a baby that was like alone, that is so scary, For no ad- other adults other than Trem and myself, a- and this elderly the elderly
1: man, a well-meaning but not that helpful elderly man. Yes.
2: yes. So, so <laughs> Trem, my husband, my husband knocks on the door of a house acro- across the street, across the street, and there, you know, and I, I don't know what he said, but he, but a, a, a father came out. Okay this guy was white he had turned he was ashen colored oh no is his son was out on the street, across the street. I think old father had been left in charge, you know, while mom is, you know, I don't know what she was doing. Trem said there was a Starbucks cup of coffee on the on the dining room table, which he could see as he went into the house. <laughs> Trem was he, gathering facts. I mean, again, we had a baby, Monica. We had responsibilities, right? Because yes we just didn't want to turn him over but as soon as the baby super 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 baby in my arms saw the man he leaned right for him and went for him it was obviously his father it was and and so we gave the baby did,
0: did you ask for identification
2: <laughs> but, you know Sheila you know it was obvious that this that the baby was his you know and he could he couldn't even speak because he he knew he had done
1: he'd oh, done oh that's bad That's really bad
2: that somehow the baby had gotten out of the house and was wandering down the street.
0: Holy moly! So,
2: you know, you know, all's well that ends well. The baby was with his father. You know, you know, and everything was great. But then, as soon as as soon, and he went right back into the house with the baby. But then I thought, then on our way home, I was like, now was that guy all right? I mean, he wasn't like you know on drugs. He wasn't right. drunk. Because then I started to out myself like maybe we should have called the police you know maybe we should have waited for the police to come you
0: know but no julie just don't don't get that involved i mean
4: (laughs) liz and leanne here and we are so grateful to have osea support satellite sisters why because it's just a great product holy cow do we we love osea's skin and body care and you know what this mother's day Sign up today at slash sisters and use code SISTERS to choose your free for year offer, plus get $20 off your first order. Thanks,
2: Butcherbox. But it was your baby, Sheila. You know, you don't, I mean, you wanted to make sure that the baby was, uh, you know, sa- safe at home. So yeah, you did yeah. the
0: right thing. And the grandfather, I mean, the man following the baby, that's hysterical. That's hysterical. <laughs>
1: that's hysterical. <laughs> now, I'm wondering, when the mother of the baby gets home from wherever she was, right. whether the father ever tells her about no. this whole scenario. I, I'm I, guessing I, that will be the little secret between the baby and the dad, wouldn't you say? I'm Yes, Liz. But I'm
2: telling you this because we walked down the street on our way to our son and daughter, daughter-in-law's house um, all the time. And we went by that house again today. And we looked in and we said, how's our baby? They they have a big picture window in the front. And we were, you know, uh, we just want to check on our baby as we go by. But I mean, that...
0: Next thing you know, Julie's going to be having lunch with the mother, you know, (laughs) giving her the whole story.
2: story. For our podcast, I don't know. But I mean, it is... It is, you know, that someone, you know, God was watching over that baby, that that baby wasn't taken, that the baby wasn't in a car, that, you know, that no harm came to that child. That's
0: unbelievable. That
2: child was out on the street at least for the five or ten minutes that we saw as we walked down the street watching this elderly man (laughs) follow the baby. Try
0: try to corral the baby.
2: No, he wasn't trying to corral him at all. Just he was walking right behind.
0: (laughs) That is...
1: Well... uh, um, Okay, good work, professional Nana.
0: That baby is just lucky it was you. I know. I I didn't find any babies this week, but I, I sure had a lot of drama. I mean, I just... I can whip myself up into a lather and Monica you were partially uh, privy to my car my car meltdown weren't you
3: There there were a couple of hysterical phone calls from you last week
0: Yes Well all I want to say is okay I'm going to begin this by saying I love my car Um, I love the car that you gave me, Liz. Yes, don't worry.
1: (laughs) Whatever is happening with the car, it's your car now. I I know. I have no emotional bond with your car. So feel free to be open about your feelings about
0: that. I have an emotional bond to it. And, um, so basically I had to rescue the car from the jaws of my mechanic. And wait a minute. Haven't you told us
2: on a earlier podcast how much you loved your mechanic? Loved him.
0: I just loved, him. so I'll tell you what happened, Julie. Um, I have a Saab. Um, I go to a special Saab Volvo expert and the, uh, the head mechanic, Christian, is Swedish. So he wears clogs. He wears a jumpsuit and you can't understand a word he says. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> cool. and, he's, and he's, he's a genius. I mean, he worked on the original Volvo engine. Um, and he's never lied to me. He's always I've, I've I've always trusted him. Well, he may
1: he may have lied to you, but you just couldn't understand what he was saying.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so I'm leaving work about a month ago. This this started a month ago, and the head of maintenance, um, this guy Ray, uh, looked at looked at my car. and Goes Sheila, you're not going to drive home on those tires, are you? I said, what What do you mean? He goes, they're completely bald and. He showed me, like, the wires were sticking out, the tires. He's like, you have to get new tires, like, immediately. I said, okay, all right, I'll just go to my mechanic that I love. Um, and I said, it's a good thing that you mentioned that because um, he goes, you know, you could get killed on the highway uh, driving in those tires. I said, Ray, I'll tell you a little secret. I, I'm not doing too well anyway because my seatbelt broke. He <laughs> goes, your seatbelt broke? I said, yeah, my seatbelt has been broken for a while. I just haven't had time to go down and fix it. It's so just what do you like, do, you just lay it across your lap? Is it yeah, I, I do like a, a fake pullover, like a comb over. You like you put it... In. <laughs> I've been wearing it, but it's it's done. I mean, I literally could have died both ways. I mean, you know, just like bald tires, no seatbelt. Okay. So I cancel my tutoring. I go down to the mechanic, and I said, listen, you know, these tires, the seatbelt, okay. You know, so they, oddly enough, this has happened before with the seatbelt. It's probably defective, whatever. I don't want to go into it. (laughs) But- Basically, what happened was the tires, four new tires, no problem. Boom. They couldn't find the right seatbelt. And then they told me they ordered it, and then they ordered a used one. It didn't work. And at some point, I was calling every day. They said, well, we can't really fix a seatbelt, so we're sending the seatbelt out to a specialist. I was like, a specialist? (laughs) A specialist in Sweden? Like, what? Who, like, Harvey Keitel is going to come in and fix it? Like, <laughs> what, what, what man on the... Like, who has that job of seafelt specialist? Well, someone like, might have
2: that shield. Well, that's
0: a lie. They, they, so the, then the lies... Then he started with the lies. So it was just like... Oh,
1: so now your stunt meter is up. <laughs> my stunt meter... We, is, we've seen this in you, that once you even suspect <laughs> that someone is lying to you, then everything they say is a lie.
0: Everything he said was a lie. So then, then he said, you know, um, the specialist can't fix it. And I was doing drive-bys. I was, like, literally stalking my own car. Like, a couple times I just went in there, I, and I looked, I saw that seatbelt on the other seat. Like, isn't it supposed to be at Harvey Keitel, like the seatbelt specialist? Like, what's going on here? But the and day then, that you
3: called me, you told me you drove by the place, and your car was missing.
1: You did <laughs> 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 well, 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 what did you suspect they were doing with it?
0: Okay, disappeared. All a right, fall. wait. Using, I... using it to run drugs up from Mexico or something? Stop, okay, or okay, okay, no joke. Okay, so then it's just it's just untenable. Oh, then by the way, I'm renting a car, which is costing me money.
1: Yeah. And
0: then finally, I I just lied to them. I said, listen, I need that car on Saturday. I'm going out of town, and that car better be ready <laughs> so, because. So if they're going to lie to you, you're going to lie right back. Oh, yeah. but well, your- don't worry. We ordered, we found the seatbelt, like Black Market, like, w- but it's going to be expensive. I said, I don't care how much it costs. Just get that seatbelt <laughs> taking the car on Saturday. So that's when I did a drive-by, and I saw the shop was completely closed up, and my car was missing. So I called Monica, of course. (laughs) As if (laughs) I could help her. She's a seatbelt expert. and and Car locator. And I said, my car is missing from the lot, and I don't know what I'm going to do now. I said, something fishy is going on. And Monica said, don't worry. They're probably working on it inside the garage. I said, they're not working on it. Next thing I know, 30 seconds later... I'll just say the idiot from the front office who. (laughs) That's nice. Okay. Was basically (laughs) lying to me. um, Called me. He said, your car is ready. That's all he said. I go, my car is ready. (laughs) I thought it was missing. I said, okay. I I, I go to Monica. Monica, I got to go. My car is ready. And I walk in and it's just like deserted. And all of a sudden my car appears. He was working on it in the garage, and his girlfriend is there. And it's a very, it's a very creepy scene. I mean.
1: (laughs) What is creepy about that?
0: Well, I suddenly, and so then he goes, well, Sheila, I just want to tell you something about the seatbelt. And I look at him, he goes, that order, that special order for the seatbelt, it was canceled late last night. Oh. I go, I go, you? (laughs) I, I, I started in on this guy. I said, you've got to be kidding me. I was, and I, now now I'm yelling so loud that the girlfriend in the office, she's like eating in an out Burger. She starts coming out, and she's just watching me go ballistic, which I felt I had a right to. He goes, that right there is the old seatbelt. We've just kind of rigged it. I go, rigged it? could <laughs> I, I, They could have done that three weeks ago. They could have yeah, rigged yeah. it. So I get in the car, um, airbag, you know, the airbags don't work. Um I go, the airbag light is going on, uh seat belt, uh airbag malfunction. He goes, Maybe it's the passenger airbag. I, and Then I just I, I got out of the car and I just I went crazy.
2: <laughs> then you went crazy. It's kinda like you'd already gone crazy. <laughs> no so happened then. And uh, what
3: did I tell you to do? Just drive away. <laughs> drive away from the situation. That is good advice, Monica. I said, uh, just just go with the broken seatbelt.
0: That's what you told me. And then I tried to else. drive away dramatically, and I realized he'd closed the gate just enough, so I hit the gate. I'm the- <laughs> That's
1: oh, <God. laughs> That is dramatic.
0: That'll and show I him. To, I had to get out, and of course, the seatbelt didn't work. <laughs> so I had to, and you know, there was one time the seatbelt worked. He showed me, so I'm walking away. I'm just sweating profusely. I mean, it's just so okay. Th- then, then Christian, the Swedish, Swede, starts calling me. Oh, Sheila, please call, please call. I ignore other phone calls. It's like a boyfriend. It's like a bad boyfriend. So then, finally, I, I calm down. I call, I call Christian. He goes, Sheila, I just want you to know we really looked for that seatbelt. And I said, you know what? I, I, I don't know anymore, Christian.
1: <laughs> I think we should start seeing other people.
0: I, I said, I don't know what to say to you. Oh, and as I'm driving out dramatically or trying to, he goes, you owe us for the tires. I said, fill me, fill me.
1: <laughs> this and, really does seem like a lot of drama for something that could be simple.
0: It, it, it could have been simple. Um, I don't know what to tell you. I just feel like, you know, they what I... took
3: d- kept your car for three weeks, and they kept telling you the seatbelt was coming from Sweden. Thank you. and it, it wasn't coming from Sweden. <laughs>
0: Thank you, you Monica. It.
1: So. Okay. They really had it for three weeks? Wow. Three weeks. Yeah. Okay. No wonder you were so mad.
0: So I, I, I actually swallowed my pride a little bit, and I apologized to Christian. I said... You know, I don't know who that kid is in the front office, but the old guy is missing. I said I said, I don't know what to tell you, Christian. I used to trust you. And we had a heart to heart talk. He said, Why don't you come in and we'll we'll fix the seatbelt so at least you can wear it
2: <laughs> around around house or something. Around <laughs>
0: <laughs> as a belt for your bathrobe? What? <laughs> 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 um, okay.
1: Well, so that's not I very could,
0: satisfying. It's not satisfying. I'm, I, I'm still on the lookout for a Saab nine three convertible, <laughs> driver's seat convertible. Mm-hmm. I have put in the shout out there. Okay. The other thing that happened this week is in the cluster, um I went shopping at Bonds, our local supermarket. And I left my wallet in the shopping cart. Oh. Uh, And I picked up a lot of things and got home. And it wasn't until 10 o'clock that night that I realized my wallet was missing. And you can imagine the scene at 10 (laughs) p.m.
1: Well, yes, because if the previous situation created as much drama as it did, yeah, I can imagine.
0: I was in my, you know, my pajamas and like a trench coat and a bad headband wild-eyed i mean I, I, <laughs> with, the, with,
1: with your seatbelt <laughs> flapping in the wind
0: <laughs> I, I said running up and down the aisles advance <laughs> please tell me you have a black pouch in the safe please he opened that safe and there was my wallet completely okay. intact everything in it not a thing missing um and he said, I need some identification. And, of course, I knew, looked nothing like my pictures because this was post seatbelt. I really looked like, you know, Shirley MacLaine. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I just I, I just want to thank the person who found my wallet at bonds. That's see, nice Sheila,
2: time. that should really, I mean, see, not everybody lies, Sheila. People, <laughs> people restore your faith in humanity.
0: Yes, Julie, it did. It really helped. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that was what happened to me. And I finally got back to, you know, filling in. Liz, I I didn't know about the Supreme Court decision either. Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that doesn't totally surprise me either.
0: (laughs) But I did notice a couple things. What? About the Supreme Court decision? No, it has nothing to do with that, Liz. I just want to mention this trend that I see happening... Uh-huh. I'm talking about Alec Baldwin and his new wife. The, the irony is not lost. Her name is Hilaria. Hilaria Thomas. Yeah. She's 28. What, he's 54? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she's a yoga instructor. Now, it, 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 a month ago, before my car started happening, when I was feeling good and life was life was optimistic, I was at Whole Foods. And it was there that I saw another... Um, slightly paunchy, slightly washed-up actor who we used to love, Bradley Whitford. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Now, I noticed that he was walking behind a rather small, statuesque, thin, very buff woman who was carrying the groceries. (laughs) Okay. Who was wearing the pants, or carrying the groceries, as they say. And... He gave me a look. I mean, he, I, I I noticed a sad look in his eyes, like, help me, please help me. Now he she's a yoga instructor. Not only is she a yoga instructor, she's like the premier yoga teacher in Pasadena. She was Leanne's teacher. Oh right, she has. Well, mentioned I
2: heard that.
3: Alec, Alec Baldwin's wife is like the hip yoga teacher in New York.
0: Yes, this is okay. So this is what I see. This is like the reverse of the controlling male. Both men have taken up yoga. Did, do you know this? No. Both okay, men are des- desperately trying to lose weight. Yes. Bradley Whitford looked nothing like sh- his former self when I saw him. He was. <laughs> <laughs> and no, neither did you and Bob the other night. It can
2: happen. Remember that. <laughs> maybe he maybe he lost his wallet or something. <laughs>
1: So you th- um, you're thinking these older, washed-up actors are, like, desperately trying to cling to their youth?
0: Yes, and, and by the way, Bradley Whitford, I've done some research, has now... He's a certified yoga instructor. Oh, okay. I mean, but so he, did, he, When you say you've been doing research on Bradley <laughs> Whitford, what does well, that mean? <laughs> I, I know that it takes, like, five million hours to be a yoga instructor, so what I'm... I'm, I'm going back now. I'm turning back the clock. He could have been getting certification while he was married to Jane Kaczmarek. Okay. <laughs> okay. This is, okay.
1: <laughs> this is a good issue to spend a lot of time thinking about. So
0: I want people to, the next overweight, in his 50s balding actor who marries a yoga instructor, this is the thing now. They're trying, it, it, the women, those women are running them. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And we will see. I will keep you posted.
2: Well, what do you, what do you, what do you their prospects for a long-term happy. Oh, road. it's
0: it's it's going to blow up. It's going to blow over. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a downward it's a downward dog. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's a downward slope when you marry a yoga instructor. I think. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's that's that would be hard to keep up with. I think it's hard
0: to keep up with for anyone. <sighs> okay, that's it, girls. Okay,
1: wow, what an exhausting Ow. week you have had. I only went to Argentina and back. I didn't okay. have to do any of that.
2: I just maybe a baby. I didn't do much. Yeah. No, I, I had a busy week last week,
3: but Sheila, I missed you because I was in your neighborhood. I know. But you were I engaged. Did. That's right. I, I was in Santa Monica last week. So I was in California for the whole week, uh, visiting mom and dad. Nice week. We had a one, we had like three wonderful visits with dad. I read him the paper. We had lunch together. Um Wednesday morning at the care facility where he's living, they or Tuesday morning, they have belly dancing. Um,
2: <laughs> oh, cool. I saw that was
1: coming up, Monica. How- okay, well, okay, she, that's it. hard to imagine.
2: No, no,
3: I, 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 not only imagined it, I witnessed it. Wow. Um, and it's a real belly dancer, and she is has flowing scarves, and she has a a belt. That's all jingly, jangly things hanging off the belt. And she brings a couple of belts with her to put on, you know, the people that live there, the other residents of the facility. And dad looked at me. Well, he was pretty relieved when he saw mom and I coming through the door. (laughs) He looked at me. He said, I'm not having any of that. I said, (laughs) "Okay, dad, you don't have to have any of that. But we had a very nice week together. So um, I think he's settling in pretty well. Uh, it's just a beautiful place and everyone that works there is very kind, very loving. Uh, he got one day we came in from lunch and he got a big piece of chocolate cake, which he liked. And so it was just a a really nice week. And Liz, thank you for your hospitality.
1: I know you were here in my place. So I just want to be clear when you say that you were in Santa Monica this week, that we all knew you were here. It's for listeners that you're explaining that, but we all knew, we all knew you were here and you were staying at my place. So it worked out okay.
3: Yeah, it was great. And I I, I re- realized when I left, I didn't even leave you like a thank you note or anything. But you know what I mean.
1: Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I was hoping there would be a little eensy, weensy bit of food in the refrigerator. Well, I know. <laughs> like Monica might have said, everything. oh, you know what? Liz is going to get home from 10,000 miles away. Maybe I'll leave her a little snack. But that's Okay. It's okay. No, I didn't leave any food for you. Why should you leave food for me? It's fine. (laughs) You're right. I ate ate every crop you had in in the refrigerator, and I
3: found some things. I found those little popcorn snacks. I enjoyed those at night. Um,
1: (laughs) Well, it is funny that because I've been away so much, and you guys have been here, like, helping take care of Mom and Dad. I think, Julie and Monica, you have both spent more time in my home in the month of June than (laughs) I did. So thank you very much. It's that's a very nice
4: place, Liz. But... Liz, you know we love talking about Framebridge, don't we? We do. <laughs> because, because, because there are just so many fun things to frame, Leon, aren't there? Liz, not many things in life give you a happiness guarantee, but Framebridge does. If you're not hundred percent happy with your piece, they will make it right. So if this but sounds you like you're gonna be happy, okay. Okay, <laughs> that's just the satellite sisters promise. You're gonna be out. You're gonna be happy you did it. sisters so you get your free consultation then 50 percent off at prose.com slash sisters and prose is spelled p-r-o-s-e prose.com slash sisters thanks prose
2: yeah you could use a little more food in that place though there's it's i'm surprised you could find anything monica I really well. cabinets. I, did, I I was looking for a cracker one night. Couldn't. Couldn't. No. No. Out. Liz doesn't have
1: crackers. I don't have crackers. No. She does too, it's she it's, does it's what's different. known in my diet group, Julia's environmental control. I know you know what I mean. But like, yes. if you don't want to eat crackers, don't buy crackers. Right. So I don't keep anything in the house that I could actually eat. That's you know. Because why? If I don't want to eat it, I shouldn't have it here. So okay. if you want to eat it, feel free to bring it in when you're here. I'm not. sure. So, to-
2: so Monica was just providing some environmental control for you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but I did have a lot of time last week to read
3: the paper. Because mom and I went down to the beach in the afternoon. You know, it was quite a nice little vacation for me. And uh, Sheila and other sisters, I saw this story in the New York Times. And yeah. I thought, well, this is good. It's called, uh, it's sort of Beauty Secrets on the Cheap. So Come it's in. In. Tr- trading brand names for homemade, which I'm all about cheap. Because I don't have any money. So um, So the first one is like how do you get uh the perfect mess beach hair because you know that that's the thing now to have like the perfect mm. beach hair that looks like you've spent the day in the ocean you know down by the down by the beach so you can buy this uh The spray for $20, $20. it's called A Perfect Mess Beach Hair. And it said it's a styling spray to create the tousled hair that looks as if you spent the afternoon swimming in the ocean or playing paddle ball on the beach. So that's the expensive option. Now, on the cheap side, if you want to get that look, this is what they
1: suggest. Swim in the ocean or (laughs) play paddle ball on the beach. That's an excellent suggestion. Probably a lot more entertaining. Right, which is free. Uh, Some of
3: these, I think, I mean, I have to think that the beauty editor of New York Times meant this to be a little bit tongue-in-cheek. So, um, But they did recommend, if you want that beach texture, you can create your own surf spray. And so what you do is you mix one part sea salt Three parts water in a spray bottle. Then you add some vanilla bean and lavender oil and you spray it on your hair. Okay. So basically, it's just spraying your hair with salt water. We'll give you that beach look. So I could do that every night if I wanted to waste my salt on my hair.
2: Need some suntan lotion in that mixture too. Because, (laughs) right. Julie, wait, wait till you hear
3: the next suggestion. So the next suggestion is about how can you get, you know, dry shampoo? It's so uh, convenient, but it's also very expensive. They they have this bottle here. It's like $18. So on the cheap, they say, for the benefits of dry shampoo without the cost, they suggest that you add baby powder to an olive oil spray.
1: Really? I'm well, sorry. Didn't, didn't the lab rats test this dry shampoo one time? And I thought you found, like, cheap dry shampoo at a Rite Aid or something.
4: We
3: did. But, you know, this is the New York Times, list. Yeah, they, okay. they're, they're not, they're not, they're not hawking brands that are Rite Aid, okay? <laughs> so, well, so you're so, taking
2: the PAM spray with olive oil and you're spraying <laughs> that on your hair with a little baby powder? Is that Do what you see you? where I'm
3: going, Julie? How yeah. can that look good? How can that clean your hair? Now, this hairdresser also said that he suggests using peanut oil and baby powder because he said...
2: Your hair would stink, stink, Monica. I know, no, but this is... He said peanuts
3: are an incredible source of protein. Well, not Mm -hmm. when you spray it on your hair. I mean, (laughs) you don't just like spray protein on your hair. Okay, so that's dry shampoo. Um, they also said when you want an astring- astringent shampoo, you should use pineapple juice. So now you got to have the olive oil, the peanut oil. The baby powder, the pineapple juice. The lavender water.
1: oil. The, this is adding up. This is getting the, expensive yeah, now. The,
2: the sea salt.
3: They did say that if you if you stick with the baby powder, you can also use it to freshen your old sneakers. But here is the most ridiculous suggestion. Okay. <laughs> how? Okay. And this is how to get... Um, a, this is an inexpensive blush and lip tint. Now okay. you can spend $29 for benefit cosmetics, and they have this sheer waterproof stain, and you're supposed to use it on your cheeks and your lips, but on the cheap, they suggest seriously okay, I can't oh, even, I... roasting some beets. <laughs> Do you see where I'm going here? Okay. Buy yourself some beets, roast them in uh, you know, roast some for dinner, and then keep a few extra on the side. They said dip your fingers in the roast beet juice, and you can use that as a lip stain. And then they suggest, like, rubbing the beets on your cheeks.
1: Oh, oh my God. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you were going to say, like, a cherry popsicle or something that that would stain your lips because that works. But it, th- w- it would be the same thing. I
3: think beets might be cheaper, actually. But uh, <laughs> So, yeah, there you go. Roast beets. Got a lot of kitchen stuff. Just, you know, trading brand names for homemade. Wow, okay. I, I
2: want someone to try that. I want someone to take those beets. Monica, can you do roast up some beets and actually experiment to see? You know, uh,
3: today, today I was at the farmer's market, and they had a little sample of this one place, had a little sample of beet salad, and I considered just rubbing them on my cheeks <laughs> and lips.
1: salad. <sighs> By the way, if you're, if you're wondering what happened to Sheila, she dropped off the line here. So we'll just have to keep going. But I'm sure Sheila would have some opinions on applying beets to your face if she were still on the line.
3: Right. Sheila would be opposed to just roasting the beets in the first place. <laughs> How, sure she...
2: Why did they stop there? Why not have some, like, blueberries for some nice uh, blueberry, a uh, blue eyeshadow or something Julie, like that? Julie,
3: try it out. Give it a whirl. All right. Report back next week. Give it a whirl. Although one, one thing I would say when I, I went away last week, I, you know, I have this little food feeder thing, this automatic feeder for kitty for the yeah. cat food. And uh, I had to laugh because I went to, here's, here's two reasons why I love kitty. Well, first of all, I had to empty out some magazines. They were in a paper bag and I put them in the recycler in the garage and I guess I left like, it was just a big paper grocery bag on the table there, and the next day when I came home, Kitty was sound asleep on the paper bag.
1: (laughs) So she's very adaptable, Kitty. Kitty, Kitty is just this cat that wandered into Monica's life and has lived in her garage for a while now, and you have a very nice relationship, but she's never been in the house, right?
3: Right, she doesn't come in the house, but it's just so cute to see your cat. Well, I call her my cat now just to sleep on a paper bag, enjoying the paper bag. She, she thought had, it was a present, no doubt. She torn it up a little bit. Okay, so then I had to buy her cat food, more cat food. And I go to the store, and, you know, I bought the high price food one time, and she didn't like it. Then I tried sort of the medium price food. She didn't like that. She likes the cheapest food you can find. The, she's the, your the, kind of cat, Monica. <laughs> what, the more? she? She's like, she likes junk food. Like, The oranger the kibble is, the more she likes it. So I found this brand. I mean, I just found this bag. It was called Frisky's Grillers Blend. And it's like there's a picture on the front of this cat. It looks like they're vacationing in a national park, but, they're, but, they're, but they're, by, they're by a barbecue, and it's like on the barbecue. You know, it's like charcoal, old-fashioned fire ring, and it's like they're grilling up kibble. So I got her this cheap Griller's brand blend, and she is insane for this stuff. She loves it. So it's it's, it's kitty summer summer grilling of the kibble, just a
1: faux faux grilled kibble, that she loves. Very nice, very nice.
2: You know, in the cat food business, how do they even come up with that? Like, they're just sitting around now. What would a cat like? They'd like a barbecue. (laughs) They
1: would. I mean, it's the summer, (laughs) man. Start (sighs) grilling. Uh, All right, well, moving on. I, I did want to give everyone an update on our fitness challenge. Monica, I know you were participating in this. We all signed up for a Satellite Sisters fitness challenge for three months ending July 14th and it's the Nike plus software that you can sign up for online and it was working really well for about six six weeks into the challenge right Monica you were finding it very motivating I the even- challenge
3: was working yeah. well and I was paying attention to it yes and yes then- and
1: Julie you signed up too did you get into yeah. it
2: I did I finally fi- cracked the code to figure out no, how- no, it was, it was oh. complicated Julie <laughs>
1: Yes, well, it's not supposed to be that complicated, but it was. But we had more than 100 Satellite Sisters signed up to do this with us, and the goal was we would all finish July 14th, and the top three finishers, we were going to interview them on the show. Well... If you're in the challenge, you've no doubt noticed that the people in charge of Nike Plus Online decided to use the month of June and obviously July to fix everything and redo the website. So all of the standings have just disappeared. They had originally told us that it would all be back within a few days, but it's now been more than a few weeks have gone by and they're not back. So we don't know what to tell you. We have no inside knowledge about what's going on there or when it will all be back. I guess we have to all I'll just sort of pay attention. And once it's back and up and running, we're just going to start new. Okay? We'll just start new. But keep keep up with your miles because it will keep tracking. And someday we'll probably see who, really, who were the winners um, as of July 14th. And we promise to follow through with the prizes if we ever f- find out who the winners were. But if you're struggling with it and you're trying to figure out why you can't figure out, it's because it's gone. So... <laughs> So don't beat yourselves up. <laughs> Enjoy. So
2: my, my only hope is that I think they're hard at work at Nike, and perhaps they're going to make it much more user friendly when it returns. Yes. That-
1: Great. They've said that's what their goal is. They sent us an email about it. So anyway, I know that a lot of people on the Satellite Sisters Facebook group have been sort of comparing notes about what happened. Did you make it work? Did you make it? Anyway, it's not working, right? That's the short answer is it's not working, and we don't know when it's going to be working again. So that's that. Once it's working again, we'll all hit the streets again, and that'll be good. Um, Good.
3: um, Good for me. Yes. Because I have sort of lost my motivation Without, I mean, without seeing the results every day and seeing it compared to other people and seeing my standings, I haven't been as good as I As as diligent as you (laughs) might. No.
1: No, me neither. neither. So anyway, so we'll be coming back to that. And then the last thing I want to say is just remind people that there are lots of ways you can listen to Satellite Sisters. You probably download the show from iTunes. That's what most people do. But we have an iPhone app. That uh, You can get the information for that at SatelliteSisters.com. We have an Android app, which is even easier. You can download that at the Android App Store, at the Amazon Store for Android apps. And also, there's another app called Stitcher Radio, which I now have on my phone. And I like that one the best. It's the easiest, and it's free, and Satellite Sisters is always there for you. Plus, um, Leon's show, Chaos Chronicles, is always there for you if you want it on Stitcher. So, just thought I'd let people know. There are more Ways than ever to take your satellite sisters with you on the go, okay, so I am staycationing all week, right I mentioned this have last a, week on the show have yes, a Liz, you, must, you must be so happy to be home I am so happy, so so happy, so this week, I have nothing in particular penciled in. I had mentioned on last week's show with Leon that I was debating between Getting a lot of work done at home because I have some items on the punch list that could use a little attention versus just totally being on vacation. And I've decided to try to blend the two. The one home task, which I'm really going to try to follow through on, is the dryer vent cleaning. I don't, I don't know why it feels to me like that is the most urgent, but it just does. So I'm going to go with that feeling, and then the rest of the time I'm hoping to spend some time at the beach, catch up on some movies. Oh, and we, got, you know, we still get a lot of books at the Satellite Sisters P.L. Box, um, which we read and review occasionally on the blog or on the show. So even though I have loads of very serious books around that I could read, I've decided I think the one I'm going to read is the one I left for you, Monica, the, you may recall, GD Le, Gigi LaVange Grazer. Her last book was called oh, the, yeah. the Starter you Wife. You left, that,
3: you left that book for me, but I, I picked up another one you left for me.
1: Oh, which one? Yes, Chef?
3: Yes, chef, about Marcus Samuelson, Yeah, which I'm enjoying.
1: Okay, that's great. Well, Gigi's new book. So she was the author of The Starter Wife, which was a trashy novel that then was made into a trashy TV movie. So this is a follow-up to that. It's called The Afterwife. And oh, Liz, I, that is the perfect yes, book. Yes. I, vacation book, Liz. Yeah. I, On the back, it says things like Jackie Collins with a sense of humor. Okay, I like that. Gleefully naughty. That sounds good. Uh, A hip clever story that will have you laughing from the gut. So I am going with this, at least at the beginning of the week. Um, before I dig into anything more thoughtful or serious, so that's my plan for the week. And uh, you guys doing anything interesting? Julie on the lookout for babies, no doubt.
2: Yes, I'm a, that is that's going to be my number one thing. I have to go check on my baby. I go stare in that big bay um, <laughs> window. To make sure, that kid is okay.
1: <laughs> All right, and thank you so much. We've gotten a lot of really nice email and posts on the Satellite Sisters Facebook group. Those of you who have ter- heard us talk about our parents. on The shows recently, and the fact that our father has Alzheimer's, and we're going through all the transitions that come with that. So it's incredibly thoughtful of you to write so often, and we know that a lot of you have been through this experience as well. So any experience you share with us really, really helps us um, get through this. So I just want to say, on behalf of all of us, that we're we're very grateful to everyone who has reached out to us. And other than that, just everybody. Have a great week. Uh, Enjoy the 4th of July. I think of it as my dog's least favorite day of the year. But in every other way, the 4th of July is excellent. And uh, don't forget, call your satellite sister.